Hi guys! Hi guys, it's Karen. <laughs> it's Daria. Yeah. And we are here for part two. Um, make sure you listen to part one. We like talk about we talked a lot of things. We talk about like um Kara's bit about uni, about working for Deloitte. We start talking about Deloitte, we'll carry that on. We'll also talk about, about relationships, relationships, people, people self-awareness. <laughs> um and then we concluded about our thoughts about like uh, all girls private school yeah. as well and what you yeah. realized and stuff. And we're gonna continue just like stuff realizations, yeah. Especially like in the workplace and stuff. Yeah. So I was I was just saying, for me, obviously a huge change has just happened. You know, yeah. Had my first job, proper like professional corporate job as well. Like moving to London. There's so many elements and there's so many emotions as well mm. that come into it. Oh, just to, I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty. Maybe people like got a bit. Carries on like a grad scheme. Do you want to yeah. say how it works? Like? So um, this is a graduate scheme, and my specific role is tax in financial investors. <laughs> um, oh, what did you think of the statement? Did you? Uh, of the uh yeah well it'll be interesting to see how it goes <laughs> i'm not i'm not forecasting anything like let's just see how everything oh, you know, goes did you saw the um the high school the instagram they went like did they, they like a group of the girls like the sick formers they went and i think they saw like andrew mar as oh well like, gosh, they got a photo of him so cool. i know so shout out to them yeah. and they went the day it was happening that is so cool that was, i'd be all over that, if that I was at NHS, yeah, yeah yeah so Right. What I'm doing is it's a four year grad scheme. I get my accountancy qualifications. I qualify in 2026. Deloitte kind of pay for it all mm. um, and teach you the basics of everything. Because obviously I didn't do an accountancy degree. This is all coming from scratch. I know yeah, nothing yeah. about tax. And they kind of take you in knowing all of this as well. And they mm. invest in your training and, and get you. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they do all these social events so you stay with yeah. them forever yeah yeah, yeah, so yeah. you're saying about like a two-week induction of like just drinking meeting all your peers you Aww. know all of it you know to me it's interesting the first week so they put us in the hotel in the Cotswolds for a week yeah, and it was yeah. all like social skills workshops during the day yeah, yeah, yeah. so stuff like your personal brand and yeah how you know coming to late to everything how what effect that has on on your reputation um it was talking about risk and stuff like that like it's it gets it's actually very serious like mm. in some elements so for instance you get your work laptop and if you yeah. lose that they're talking about someone that lost it didn't report it and he gets fired because there's confidential information on it yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. it's not a it's joke. not a joke yeah it's like really big deals yeah stuff. yeah 100 percent um, so yeah, it's a four year grad scheme. I got it through, you know, the application process normal, like everyone else, yeah, which yeah. yeah, this is kind of the standard application process. If you're going into, you know, the world of finance or kind of most professional jobs, like consultancy as well. Yeah, yeah. Give or take a few stages or something, but it normally starts off with some aptitude tests. It's kind of, it changes. There's some firms that do like games. So I remember PwC's one was really interesting. It's online or in person. Yeah, yeah, all online. All of it is online. COVID's changed everything, guys. COVID has changed everything. Like we got like a working from home allowance as well. We're not expected <laughs> to come in every day. Like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? They give you money to like set up a station at home. No way. But um, yeah. Iconic. <laughs> so, so they do psychometric tests and some firms do stuff like, pop balloons to measure how risk averse you are shows you faces of people you have to say like what emotion they're feeling and doing all memory tests like, yeah. so they want people good at these skills yeah, yeah yeah it's like 
it's meant to level the playing field and, and kind of they're almost traits you can't practice for but that's like one element obviously some are just maths english verbal reasoning yeah. or non-verbal reasoning shapes and stuff you need to like obviously look into whatever you're applying for yeah but with the test i always failed them at the start and then you basically with practice you get better at them yeah, yeah. and you, there's there's online websites to practice as well and then you get through that and then this is the worst stage the high of you stage where you're basically recording yourself answer some questions looking at your laptop screen and one thing i found interesting about this is a human doesn't view it a lot of the time it's artificial intelligence and what they do did you know this at the time sorry they tell you after um they don't tell you you like you just kind of like no. learn more about um, it like when you research the yeah. stages but yeah they'll judge like the tone of your voice the pace of your speech the lighting your eye contact like looking at the camera and not your spell yourself yeah, on the screen yeah. like i always made that mistake and so there's like the content of what you're saying isn't actually that important. It's just when you answer questions, people get really flustered. They're like, um, ah, uh, uh, yeah, I can't yeah. remember. So if you've like rehearsed a script in your head and you can't remember it, that's mm. going to come to bite you. Yeah. And then if you pass that, you get the assessment center. And I think it, if you've got the assessment center, for me, that was the easiest bit. Yeah. Because they know you're clever or they know what you're doing, your degree. They know you're like at least smart enough to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just about your personality then. Yeah. Because think about it. If you were a recruiter and you're gonna be working with this person day in, day 100%. out, what what's the thing you look for? Do I get on with them? Literally. And it goes down to personal relationships. Yeah. It is. Like if if you can if I remember I was saying like with Deloitte, I had another offer. So I was you know, not desperate for it. I, relaxed. I, I was relaxed. I was making jokes like at, from the start of the day, obviously within reason, you don't want to be too casual, too yeah, informal. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't talk to a recruiter the same way I talk at my mate down the pub. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's definitely like levels to it, but you know, like the way you'd speak to your parents or something, just a chilled out, they're human too. Smart casual. Smart casual, <laughs> they're human too. Like True. they like a laugh, you know. They, and I've noticed that, like, what now I'm working here. We were like, if something funny is happening, like you're on a call and someone's baby screaming in the background, like they'll message you, like, lol, screaming baby. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're just, they are just normal people. Like, mm. it's, it's, it's really daunting. So I was saying, uh, now, like, obviously I'm at Deloitte, I've had a few messages on LinkedIn or I've done like recruitment events for the company and people message you afterwards and people message me on LinkedIn. And it's just like, hello, thank you for your valuable, valuable oh. insight and your wisdom. I hope, I wish you every great success. And it's like, mate, we're the same age. Like, you're, oh, I'm like a year Less older than, than you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And like, oh, I guess it's, you know, better to be too formal than too casual. Mm. Like, that's probably the Japanese side yeah. next door. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. But it's about striking a balance and you know if have try and get as much experience you can talking to people of all ages to the point where you feel comfortable with like a universal personality that yeah. you can kind of talk to with anyone and yeah, um, yeah you'll be completely fine it's just if you're interested in this kind of thing or also feel free to actually reach out to me like if you are interested in this Aww. sort of stuff i'm happy to help like, how can they wherever. follow you Karis? like on my linkedin oh! 
or like any social you know media what? site, Keris Parnell. So yeah. I'll, I'll put it in the description. Please see the bias. Do you go to lectures? Yeah. I, I literally never You still take attendance really seriously, to be fair. Really? Like, I know other unis don't, but like you need a certain number, otherwise you won't pass the module. Well, because uh, all of our exams were online, so me and my mate were like the worst procrastinators ever he was my housemate and he did econ so like we chose similar modules yeah we were watching stuff for the first time like a month before our exams like consuming the lectures and watching it like wow. yeah we were crammers like but we do like 12 hour days like in a row yeah, just for a yeah. month and then i get to be fair like i never used to be a crammer like i was always very slow and steady really when at school like i was very like on it but i think at uni, especially maybe being in London, like there's just so much going yeah. on inevitably. Like for example, I have a actually Fred's presentation tomorrow. Oh my god! And like it's like I'm doing it with like it's fine. Like I'll literally it's at one, so I'll do it all in the morning. Yeah. Like I never would have left it that list. Yeah, yeah. But things just pop up, and like uni is quite chill. Like my French teacher, like she's such vibes. Yeah. Shout out Marie. <laughs> uh, so you from- must have like so many social events though. Instead of like being in London, like when there's like i don't know events happening in the uk or like interesting things yeah. they always are in london to be fair a lot of i feel like a lot of student events aren't actually student events like a lot oh. of, like like for example maybe other unis like everything you do is kind of student yeah but like here there's such a bigger world than just the student community that's interesting because you would you say you like that i do this yeah. year i think that's why like part of the other reasons for my interruption but like I think uh, it's a massive difference. Not just because of COVID as well. It was a massive transition. But taking that year out to like sort out my life and like there was a lot of stuff. Yeah. But like I think I'm able to like embrace and love it now because like I'm ready for it. Like, yeah. And I, I'm a firm believer in like something. Something is right, but just not quite yet. Yeah. Um. And so it's definitely overwhelming at the start. And I found. Did you that, change your but, course? Uh, <laughs> no but I did I did last year last year was a massive like Mm. stress like I basically was like in panic mode and I did change my course last year I changed um I was doing I'm doing history in French now then I changed for one week I did Spanish and French oh my god was like I can't do this then I changed back then I was like I need to interrupt because too much is happening in my life so um basically you still know me very well <laughs> and like they know different departments yeah. i've emailed everyone like i've yeah. been in and out and i think also like because of my interruption because of what i went through last year you get to know a lot of people and yeah. you realize like you said it's very chill yeah like, and like i have a friend who took an interruption as well shout out ranya and uh, <laughs> like she was doing biology last yeah. year she interrupted and now she's doing media oh like do you know what I mean but literally the thing is, I would much rather do that and be sure of what I'm 100%. doing you know you do a degree you plod through and you're like I don't care literally. about this like I don't know we were having discussions like when it got to end of year exams because well I don't know what happened with UCL but yeah. you know people people question like was I interested in the degree or is it just a means to an end and like I'm more focused yeah. on the job and so many people were the latter they didn't like the you the actual learning part was the worst part yeah. for them like it was more the independence and the freedom of you know living away and yeah, all of these yeah, things yeah. 
that's another interesting thing. So I've obviously finished uni and moved out now, but so many people have had to like move back in with their parents. And there's yeah, a whole yeah. other dynamic to that because you're like I'm used saying. to living under someone else's rules. And it's such minor things that like, you must notice this when you go home for like holidays or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Like I get on with my parents so well, but you go out and they're like, where are you going? Literally. And it's so mine and it's so fair enough. Because if I had children and they left the house, like it's just conversation. Like, I'm not <laughs> telling them they can't go somewhere. We're yeah. just having a chat. But I'm like, oh my gosh, like there's so many hurdles. Like, exactly. You're like texting, they want to know when you come back. And yeah. You're like, it's, so, it's so yeah. valid and so yeah. reasonable. No, 100%. But it just feels like a bit of a hassle. Massively. And I think also, like, you know, you know better than me, but the economic situation, that's becoming way more of a trend. Like you have even like, 30 year olds that still have to live yeah. at home because they haven't saved enough or like honestly like 40 year olds 50 years like i think definitely and people don't talk about that enough because no. like uni is still like you're not really in the real world but people are getting financed by loans yeah. maintenance loans and like student loans yeah but then once that stops once the government support stops and you're in the working world you will have to move back home if you exactly. can't like afford to have your own place yeah or flatmates. it's even like moving to london like it's only okay if your your salary allows you to do that like yeah. with you know all the repayments the rent oh my god rent is hell yeah. i don't know the bidding wars that like ensue ensued this year like it was a joke like they'll give you that things will be listed and then they go on for like so 300 pounds a month more than the asking price like it's a joke like yeah Honestly, they, I was at like a study abroad talk the other day and like one of the guys asked, it was like a panelist of students, like how far, how hard is it to find accommodation? And the guy was like, if you can find accommodation in London, you can find it anywhere. Because <laughs> like London is yeah. so, and like places go so quickly. So you have to be like on it and stuff. But like going back to um, Deloitte, yeah. like what do you think, like obviously you realize it's quite chill in terms of personal, yeah. like they really value like, personality is that what you expect at uni or like when you were at uni what did you envisage like yeah so like I think, the world to be like I think I pictured myself going in with a suit every single day yeah like people literally wear hoodies like it's 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 <laughs> and so, they're probably the managers as well yeah, like, like the more senior you are in a way the more chill you can be it's just like as long as you dress appropriately to whatever it's for like if you're gonna go and give a talk yeah you probably wouldn't wear a hoodie yeah like, you're gonna you talk to the sponsorships or like the, yeah, yeah yeah you're okay fine you probably wear a suit but on a day-to-day it's, it's hard to keep up an act of professionalism that isn't your authentic self yeah. day in day out like you really do have to be yourself and it's, it's, it's ridiculous to say you hear it all the time but you can't fake it for such a sustained period of time like it's yeah. impossible the same way with your housemates like you could pretend to be really agreeable and stuff but it'll get to a point where you'll snap like mm-hmm. and then the people think you're crazy why you suddenly have to change your personality yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah i definitely have chilled out a bit more like my emails were super formal as well <laughs> they actually they always say like all the grads come and they dress so formally they speak so formally and then by the end of the week everyone's normal human beings yeah yeah but it's what it is is like mirroring people around you and you know you dress in a way that's appropriate by judging yeah they set the standard because they're for like sure, higher sure. but once like exactly like if they were very smart you would be smart yeah but because the people that are in charge you know i don't like yeah. to use that word but you know what yeah. i mean 
you just that's the, the that's the work the if, if, you, if like. it's like work drinks and someone's getting and like people are getting hammered then yeah okay it's okay to drink but if people are having like one or two then yeah. you also it's just about judging what's appropriate like based off other people but yeah no I remember feeling even a month ago before I started super found it really daunting of like how am I going to be working a job like an adult like I'm so not an adult I find it really hard to be serious like it's Mm. just not me but um yeah everyone else in the world adapts to it makes this life change and it's not like you do go zero to a hundred yeah yeah, yeah. they ease you into it it also you can admit like when you feel like oh my gosh this is um I I have no idea what's going on and they laugh and say oh right yeah completely that's completely fair enough why would you if you've not learned this before let me sit down and explain it to you like yeah quick question sorry for your program yeah what were the requirements to apply I think it was so for me it was degree two one and they say what degree like no doesn't matter what degree yeah but there was also another scheme so there's a couple of people in my office that are 18 just came out of school yeah you know there's a really because i go to quite a lot of you sell career talks yeah and there's a massive push by all different sectors to like you know make it more inclusive because not everyone can afford to yeah, go to university yeah. so well, what's interesting about it is like you know you're three years older than this person with a whole degree under your belt a whole like living alone experience yeah, yeah, yeah. and at the end of the day your job isn't relevant to anything you've learned at uni so yeah. you're learning things together at a similar pace for the first time like and also everyone gets on really well and yeah and honestly like i think it's that's why i really think it's such a I guess you realize this and go into uni and I think maybe it takes some people lower or less time because I feel like the school mindset is something yeah. that's like I can it sounds like when I talk to people I can kind of see if they still have a school mindset yeah. which is like oh like years matter like cohorts matter yeah. or like or like they kind of like laugh like oh you're a first year it's yeah. like it actually means nothing because I probably like you know, I have strengths in this area that you might not have, or like you're yeah. obviously stronger in some You can areas. learn something from everyone. Literally. Sure. Like literally. everyone, no matter what they do, anything, they are more knowledge than you in some Definitely. aspect. Like age really does become, it's all because like age becomes so meaningless as you grow up. It's all about experiences that people have yeah. and what they can tell you about something, you know. Well, I'm really good friends with, um, one of the bright starts what we call them but some that came straight from school Wait, what are called bright bright starts Aww. yeah and it's a conversation like i've asked you know do you feel like you regret not going to uni why did you make this decision and the way she sees it is she knew what she wanted to do so yeah. why would she waste three years getting to that position yeah um the elements of uni she was most attracted to was like going out which she still can do like on the weekends with yeah, her yeah. friends that still live at home but I would say if I was an 18 year old going into Deloitte or the world of work, I would be just so not ready for it. Like, yeah. like at the events where it's like a free bar, I would be like a kid in a candy shop yeah. getting very <laughs> drunk, like in a complete, like inappropriate, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you don't know how to behave because you're first no. time being an adult, yeah. let alone with all the adults. I, I, re- yeah. I respect them because I think it so definitely courageous. takes, like, well, it takes a certain person or a certain level of maturity that I definitely, definitely did not yeah i agree coming straight out of um out of school for sure no yeah. but that also is quite, that is quite brave not brave wait it's kind of yeah, brave like, i don't know like you're, you're crazy. like you go girl you go guy whoever yeah. Not, yeah and i think there's like there are quite a few of them though so it's not like there's no one. Not, yeah, yeah. yeah 
And I think they give you like extra support for certain things like- And they get like, paid. Yeah, 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 literally, yeah. And they do the degree, they do the qualifications and everything. So you don't actually like, even, for example, for those like accountancy qualifications, yeah. you don't need a prior degree beforehand. No. Because it's just their own no. qualification yeah. itself. Yeah. That's so crazy. It is and also it's one of these things that I think they're making more conscious efforts at school because schools have to adapt because, you know, if the world of work adapts yeah. and changes and it has to filter down to like education, it's like UCL now there's a massive, um, cause like I'm quite friendly with yeah. UCL careers. <laughs> and also like, cause there are so many degrees, of, you know, different rankings and stuff a two one degree, it, you know, I guess it could vary for on paper at the end of the day, whether you get it from Anglia, Ruskin or Cambridge, yeah. like it's a two one at a university. And if you, you still have to go through the same application aptitude tests as Literally. everyone else and, and interview process. Exactly. And they're doing that more. Like the new trend is aptitude tests. I don't know if that's new, but definitely like, m like most companies, like organizations, yeah. workplaces, they're kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. And I guess it's maybe like to remove bias or something, but in a way it's like, you need a degree if it's quite a few jobs still do say like you have to graduate yeah, of some yeah. degree, whatever it is, just to show like independence or whatever. But like, like you said, it's about aptitude. It's also like, um, about like the skills, like what do you bring? Yeah. Like, what, what, like, and it can be any, like, it's actually true what they say, as long as you can demonstrate the skill, yeah. it can be from anywhere. But no, like, yeah, like what we we're saying about, you know, being on a, a school team the thing i rinsed in all my applications was i made and sold bucket hats for literally like a year within uni and you wouldn't think that would like get you anywhere no. seriously but, but it like, actually does yeah, yeah but if you are able to identify like the skills you picked out and sell yourself yeah then you know there all is because you know this yeah. is what you're here for i was gonna ask you exactly because you mentioned that you didn't have like a job by an employer but obviously no. you had to demonstrate some skills that some like maybe most people would get through like having an employer. Yeah. what would you say you did so that helped you develop those skills you didn't learn in your degree for sure the bucket hats because that was like all about frankly initiative self-management yeah. when did you start that sorry uh during lockdown what yeah. year were you in uni first second third first, first year yeah first yeah, year yeah. lockdown like that's nice. what i did my time I, <laughs> I basically pawned off all my belongings on teapot had no clothes did you just get addicted to it like yeah, selling all your yeah. stuff and then i had an ikea bag just wanted to learn how to make a bucket hat it turned out really cool and but i had loads of bags left so i thought i don't need this one yeah. sold it instantly so i thought maybe i'm on to something yeah, here. yeah um but yeah so many skills with that mainly like also customer complaints and like mm. people management. How, sorry, where would you sell them? Like what like Depop and Depop, eBay. Yeah, yeah. And eBay was the main one though. Really? Yeah. Even though eBay people say it's like quite retro and like yeah. vintage. No, like do people still use big. eBay. Yeah, for sure. Like, oh yeah, loads of people use eBay. And what I like about it is you can sell literally anything. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I know that was the main thing. Um, but also I literally, when we talk about work experience, it was such a minor slither of work where I worked at my cousin's startup, just helped out yeah, yeah, for yeah. literally a month. So, so small. But the thing I really honed in on was personal relationships and how I was the youngest in there, yeah. talking to people of all different ages. And because it was a startup, they came from all different backgrounds. Yeah. And how if you're able to work from someone and adapt the way you speak or, you know, just talk in a way that 
is effective communication for that individual because it does vary on person to person mm. so for instance my brother does not do subtlety well like if i <laughs> hint something he is not going to pick up on it yeah. so you have to be so outrageously direct that if i was like that with someone else it would come across very rude yeah you know it depends who you're dealing with but it, yeah, yeah it, it's just what's effective with that person and i think showing that emotional awareness mm. and, and you know that level of eq um mm. was the skill i really learned from that or like at least yeah. focused on you learn skills all the time like even being in uni you're not going to talk about flatmate Literally. drama over bins yeah. even though you could really learn about conflict management through it <laughs> it's so true yeah, though yeah. but you know you have to come up with somewhat reputable examples yeah exactly yeah i like subscribe to all the like ucl like career stuff yeah. because i and i go to events even if i know that i'm not because the thing is I, for example, a lot of people will shut down things because they're like, oh, I'm not interested. And I'm like, babes, like you're 18, 19. How do yeah. you know you're not interested in that? Like you That's don't know about it. So this is I what I would like change exploring. about myself and say, if I could go to uni again, I would try way more stuff out yeah, to like yeah, yeah. see what is suited to me and, yeah. and have a clear idea of like, what is the career path? Is this right for me? Because, mm. you know, it's suiting me for now, but it is an option that, I've kind of fallen into a bit. Mm. Like it's not something say, I've thought yeah. about for three years time and mm. mulled over. I get you just quickly, quick question about work. Cause like work is very much, as you said, like quite like a STEM, like yeah, yeah. economics, finance people. Like, would you say, how did the university support your like, you know, where they work careers? What's that like? Or is you it know like- what? That's the thing. You can't really be supported. No one's going to do your aptitude test for yeah. you. If you keep failing your aptitude test, what do you think someone's going to say? <laughs> well, practice it then. Like, yeah, you, yeah. And, you, and how do they, you know, you've got to, you've got to do it all yourself. So I remember going to careers when I didn't get the- What year did you go to in, At the end of second year, when yeah. I couldn't get a summer internship, I kind of got to a point where I was like, I need to stop applying and actually focus on my degree because this is 50% of my degree now. Yeah, yeah. So I've got to actually revise for my exams. But I thought I'll talk to careers and say, well, having not got a summer internship, what can I do to make myself more employable? Mm -hmm. And they were just absolutely useless because oh. <laughs> they don't give like division or industry specific advice. Yeah, it's just generic. They just say, okay, so what are you interested in? And it's like, tell me. You know like, what I mean? I want yeah. you to tell me what to do. But obviously only you know that. You've got to yeah. make the effort of like so, doing So well, what yeah. I did afterwards was like, it's not really how the university supported me. It's what did I do about it? Well, I thought about what ones did I want to do the most. And I, mm. so I knew PwC and Deloitte were two companies that I was aiming for. Yeah, yeah. So I did like a PwC specific course in like audit or tax or something yeah. like that and got, you know, completed the certificate in it. So somewhat knew what the job was about. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, there is so many online resources that the world really is your oyster of what you learn. Like, for instance, all loads of people now, what's the hot topic like computer science? Go the hot topics like computer science, going into tech and stuff like that. Uni isn't gonna prepare you for like a job of coding. Yeah. You know, unless you only take coding modules and you do coding societies. There's a guy I know at Amazon, like the reason why he got his job is because he learned how to code through freelance coding and online Literally. videos and it's, it's so much initiative is needed 100%. and if you think about the timeline of things if you want a job by the end of uni you, get, you have to get on with it like <laughs> at uni but it's so hard yeah. to realize what you want to do 100 and like make those decisions and it's hard as well because like there's still very much like you know uni culture like socializing like yeah. meeting people like there's so much to balance i would say and, though like 
now I'm in a job, I think what harm would a gap year do? Like I I think an extra year out just to kind of like almost enjoy yourself and savor the freedom. Oh yeah. Because once you start work, there is no reason like when would I stop unless I don't know some life event happened 100% like I think one thing as well like me and my friend who took an interruption last year like obviously we never thought about this when we decided to take the interruption but it really gave me purpose like I know I love UCL and I like care about it so much because like um you have a year where you realize like what do you want like what do I want out of this degree like some people are kind of confused because they're like I mean I don't go into like decent but like um like they're like oh Dara you're doing the same course a year later but yeah. not realizing my experience of this year is so much more enriched yeah. even if I had been able to continue yeah. last year because I am ready to make the most of yeah. it you know what I mean because I've had a year of like maturing up so now Completely. it's like I'm on in a way it's almost like I feel like I kind of did like first year but it, I did first year but it was like not part of my degree so I can enjoy first year to the mat. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, it does. Well. I I so relate to what you're saying about purpose though. And so I had to get to grips with that when I first started work because I felt like I had almost a lack of purpose. Yeah, yeah. Because I was just saying like when you when you are new and you're learning, so much of what you do is like the admin stuff, like assisting other people. And you think I am so clever. Like I've done a three-year degree. I'm so qualified. Mm. Why am I just updating spreadsheets, which like doesn't require thinking? Yeah, so you could have done that like A level. Yeah, like what have I what have I been doing for the last three years? There's I felt like I didn't have a purpose. Mm. But I think this is like where one of my flaws comes in. Patience. Yeah. I am so impatient. That was like me last year. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready to take on the world instantly as fast as possible. Like I want to do it now. But it's like no no you've just got here like ease in get to grips with how life is then you'll start your qualifications whereas i got here and i was like i'm ready to get the book i'm ready <laughs> to get my the book of qualification or like the book of exam yeah, stuff yeah. so i can like learn the content of what i'm gonna yeah. do like i was so hyper and like i don't know like foaming at the mouth of like rabies but you know take a step back chill out and I think I found my purpose again. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like that's so being nice. comfortable and you know Honestly. easing in. My purpose right now is easing in and and, yeah, yeah. and getting to grips with like this new life. Hundred percent. Like it's a lot. Like so, Deloitte. You said like by the Bank of England. Like yeah. you move cities. Like you're in an office as well. Like yeah. thou- did you say thousands of people. Yeah, thousands of people. It's so big, but. So yeah, this is like I was surprising. Like most offices now, like hot desk. So you don't you don't go in like you you go in. You have to book your desk. You then sit there and you leave, yeah. and you might like sit in a different spot. Whereas you watch films and stuff, and everyone's got like their own office and like their own section and stuff like that. And it's it's not like that, but it makes sense because people spend people do hybrid working. Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. so good for like now women who have children and stuff like that mm. or dads because when they can pick up their child from school, log off for an hour and then log back on when their child's hurt, you know, you can work it around. Like I've had so many things like moving into a new flat, people keep coming in to fix stuff or you've got deliveries (laughs) and it's like someone's in to get those deliveries or something like that. Like it's, it's so handy. And it's just, it's interesting how COVID is like fundamentally now changed the world. Honestly, it has. But you'd think though, like in London, people, it'd be less demand for housing. Because it'd be less demand. Yeah, because why would people move to London to yeah, work an yeah. office job when you could work remotely from home with cheaper rent? Yeah, yeah, true. But it's still like it's crazier than ever. Yeah.
I guess there are like certain things like I wasn't I was ready to come to London like yeah, I wouldn't yeah. negotiate that even though it is more expensive yeah yeah no I feel like I'm kind of worried though because like a lot of people not worried but like a lot of people say like once you get the taste of the London life you can never leave like because yeah. it's so true like it's so there's just so much to do like I know so many like for example people like Londoners who are like born in London and then they went to uni elsewhere and they're like no I have to come back yeah. like I can because you just like the fast pace it is so fast but it's like fun because you can do so many different activities like there's so much going Everywhere's on everywhere's so accessible as well yeah with the tube it's like if I was at home and I'm driving somewhere it's like you can't drink yeah you have to like think about how dark it's gonna be or like how slippy <laughs> the road is if it's really exactly. snowing and it's or like, whatever yeah, like Oxford Street like the parking the like parking's such yeah. a big one thinking about where to and park it's like, exactly and like it's very much like there's always stuff going on like the shopping doesn't close until like 9 p.m yeah. whereas in like Northampton everything's shut but yeah <coughs> No, no thanks, but it can no be thanks. very overwhelming like especially that transition so i I'm... found it like a little bit over so as an economist <laughs> like let me have a drink yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like as an economist like you want to maximize your utility so you want to do the thing that will make you the most happy so if you're choosing what coffee shop to go in well it's easy if you're at warwick and you know every single coffee shop like yeah, the back yeah. of your hand and there's like six options <laughs> to choose from like it's easy to choose where to go but in london there's infinite things or places to go you don't even know what your options are you can't rank them it's like there's too many things Literally. just overwhelmed by choice that's what it is yeah so true so i found that hard to adjust and then i just thought chill out <laughs> so I was like, it was a very quick like just chill out yeah. like you've got a long time to experience this you don't have to again the patience thing like you don't have to rush it into this like specific section yeah i do think um it's very true and I think this is something as well I've noticed that like UCL when so many people are so international like more of our yeah. students are international nationalities I've noticed that like it is I mean it's like not noticed like everyone kind of knows that British education system because you you become you become familiar with like other education systems and what's like normal in their countries yeah yeah and like you realize like some places like they have to do military service so they yeah. come to uni later some places like it's kind of standard you take like a gap year like in america as well like they, ha they have like pre-med like they yeah, go yeah. to not even before uni they do other things whereas in the uk it's very much like you're 18 either job or uni yeah. like straight into it but straight actually you, like I think there's no harm in actually taking a year out and I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that it's becoming in a way more acceptable and also I think it's a shame that the gap year is kind of sometimes stereotyped by like the rich kid privilege I would say like one huge regret I have is not taking a gap year like really? I yeah, yeah, wish yeah. I could go back and do one now because I don't know it's just you will there's never time in your life where you just won't have the responsibilities and you know gap year privilege or whatever yeah. but just whether that be traveling or you know something like that or even just working on some sort of skill like learning yes. a language using the time to do something you want that you completely focus on that you don't have to you know you it's yeah it's so unparalleled time. you'll never have a moment like that again because stresses of life other people's problems things like that yeah, yeah it yeah. always it always builds on top of you you can still like live in your family home and it's yeah. like it sounds like, like acceptable by society because a lot of reasons why people do things because like their friends look at them like oddly or something you know what yeah, i mean yeah so no definitely like um 
most of my friends actually did gap year. So like out of my friendship group from uh, sixth form, yeah. I'm the only one working now. Everyone really? is at did uni a gap still, year. Yeah. yeah, everyone did a gap year is at uni or they did a placement year within uni. So they mm. worked somewhere for a yeah, year. In the real world. Yeah. Like yeah. I, you know how you do a language, like I'd love to do like a year abroad somewhere. Yeah, like that would yeah. be so cool. It wasn't really feasible for me at uni because of they COVID. offer you language modules. Like I know a lot of places you can. You could do a language module, but I know my limits. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, wasn't yeah. willing to be like tested formally on it. I have got Duolingo. I went to Peru this summer. Oh, Spanish, Espanol. Yeah, I have ah, Espanol. Sí, muy bien, muy claro. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the Duolingo owl prepared me a bit for real. But like honestly, it was a bit of an ego boost because yeah, yeah. there's like some things you need to get by. It's like I've not used this in ages, yeah, yeah. and it really made me want to pick it up again because it's oh, such a useful skill to have. Honestly, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, this has been such a good conversation. Yeah, I've really enjoyed talking. I've really enjoyed talking to you. I'd love to have that, guys. I didn't care to start a podcast. <laughs> I was saying like how I'm so jealous that like. This is such a cool hobby to have. Oh, like, something so don't be started. Literally, literally. <laughs> I'm going to rival. This is not the case. No, <laughs> I would love that. That'd be so <laughs> sick. No, I think, I think it's so cool because, like I said, like I love having interesting conversations. Yeah. And like sharing it with people, and also it's like a little special evening. Like I probably probably wouldn't have had this reunion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was like complimenting so nice. Dara and her podcast and how Aww. she like makes conversations so interesting. <laughs> like, oh, Paris, no, I'm it's so nice. nice. But yeah, it's mm. been. Thank you for having me. It's, it's such a nice Monday evening. evening honestly. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm gonna go grab something to eat. Yeah. Oh. Oh, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, please do let us know what you think. Follow us on at this is on the Dario show. We're also on TikTok. Oh, this is our Instagram and TikTok on our platforms. Also, if you're not on social media, we don't discriminate. So you can email <laughs> us at this is not the Dario show at yahoo.com. Um Shakira, you want to shout yourself out? Yeah. And this is not the Keris show. <laughs> yeah, so like all social media is just Keris Parnell. And you know, if you're interested in anything I've said about careers, jobs, uni advice. I am so always willing to help out Honestly, and have a chat. I so. think like Keris is so, such a friendly face. <laughs> like, you haven't like it, it's weird because I feel like people obviously change and develop and grow, yeah, yeah, yeah. but also like intrinsically, I feel like people do Definitely. stay the same. Def- yeah, like I remember sure. the first time I really knew Keris was like I remember her so well. She got like the what was it like GDST? <laughs> she got like a speaking prize. Like you did really well in our like girls' like, network debating about politics. Yeah, and then you did um question time as well. Yeah, it was just at the high school. Yeah, school. and my yeah. mum was there. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. She said something about like the NHS. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember you were there. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, no. I'm gonna say it's a small world, and it's so nice that like you're in London. So yeah, like, meet for up. sure, for sure. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see. You. Any final words, Karis? You want to say? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry, let's get food. Yeah, I'm hungry, let's get food. Right, <laughs> see you guys later. Bye. Bye.